Okay, so as hosts and property managers, sometimes we have a lot of tools at our fingertips and we're not sure how to get the very best out of them to outperform the, the peers and the competition within our industry. Today on the episode on the Boostly podcast, we're going to be talking to a very special guest who's going to be sharing his solution and his company's solution to that problem. So if you haven't listened to this podcast before, you're listening to the Boostly podcast. This is the podcast that helps hosts with the tools, the tactics, the trainings, and most importantly, the confidence to go out there and get more direct bookings. Uh, my name is Liam Carolan, and we do this mini series where we look at businesses and people uh, within the short-term rental industry that can help you as a host and a property manager really excel at what you do. So today I'm very excited uh, to present Eduardo Mandri. He is the CEO and uh, co-founder of Angel Host. They're a fantastic company, which we're going to learn more about today. You can go and check them out at www.myangelhost.com. And um, they're a company which, whether you own or manage properties, they have rental management experts that ensure that you outperform your market, which is just so important, especially today more than ever. So welcome along, Eduardo. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. I appreciate having me today. That's awesome. Would you mind starting by uh, just introducing uh, yourself and the elevator pitch of what the company does? I know I've given you a bit of a lead up there, but in your own words, what does uh, Angel Host, My Angel Host do? Absolutely. I actually started the company about five years ago. I was a property owner myself, working closely with my property manager that was taking care of my property. And and I loved everything they did. They were really good with taking care of, uh, of, of my property. However, I realized that when it came to optimizing sales and you know using the latest technology, they were probably not up to date with all the latest trends and all the latest technology. And it was hard for them to keep up with all of those things. So AngelHost comes as, a, uh, as an offer to property managers to help them optimize their operations. So, so property managers, instead of having to you know, get a special technology for dynamic pricing and another one for, for sending uh, onboarding passports uh, to their clients or, or, or needing to have a guest service team 24 hours a day, seven days a week, we provide all of those services for them. And by using the best-in-class technology coupled with a really good team, we managed to outperform every single market where we work by at least 30 to 40%. It's not really rocket science. It's just that we have a team of specialists and, and a good technology. And, and that's how we collaborate with property management companies around the world. It's really cool. And whereabouts, you mentioned the markets that you're in, where, where do you serve? And um... Yeah, the, the, beauty, the beauty of the service that we offer is that it's location agnostic. So mm -hmm. uh, pretty much we currently, a very important part of our market is the U.S., of course. That accounts for about 40% of our business. But we have a very strong presence in Latin America and the Caribbean, as well as in Europe, primarily in Spain, uh, France, and England, I would say. I was mentioning earlier today that as long as the, the markets where we operate speak either English, French, or Spanish, uh, we're well equipped to, to help our clients. It's really cool. And what would you say to a host or a manager who's got all these tools in place, and there'll be people listening to this who know that they're not getting the best out of those tools. Is there mistakes that you see hosts make over and over? Are there common sort of errors that you see? Totally. One of the biggest and most common mistakes is underestimating the time it takes to 
to perfect the usage of a tool, right? Like you, you can, it's like buying a private plane and you want to bring it from point, you want that plane to bring you from point A to point B, but it's not just about buying the plane. It's about learning how to fly it and learn how to operate under different weather conditions. And it's the same whether you're buying a PMS or a dynamic pricing tool or a guest service, uh, guest communication service. It's not just about researching which is the best one out there, but also learning how to use it. And a lot of people underestimate the time it's going to take or don't pay as much attention into the actual implementation as they did in the selection of the tools. So I would I would really encourage people to be very, very aware that the real work starts not when you chose, uh, not when as you're trying to choose the right tool, but once you chose the tool to put it in place and to start using it. I think that's uh, it's important to to pay attention to that and to invest time in in learning how to use the tool properly. And for the property managers who are listening to this, there's going to be a lot of them who don't know whether or not they are how they're performing in their market. You know, they're just. They woke up one day, they've started managing their properties, they've taken on a few friends' properties, and all of a sudden they're a property manager. What should they really be looking at? What kind of KPIs should they have in place, key performance indicators, and how will they know if they aren't outperforming the market and if they could use uh, my angel host's help, really? Right, and they're very good question. Most property managers sometimes don't really have an idea. They just have a clue based on what they heard the neighbors say or other property managers in the area or just their overall feeling. I feel that my occupancy rate is good because I'm busy 60, 65% of the times, but you can't really tell how well you're performing unless you compare yourself to others, right? And that's why we take time and invest the resources, for example, to buy the reports from third-party companies, whether it's AirDNA or whether it's key data or or even our, our pricing tool, Price Labs, like whatever tool that we use, uh, we, we need tools that provide us market information. That's the only way we can tell not only we are outperforming the market, but it's the only way to determine whether we need to take action concerning rates or concerning promotions. Unless you know how your properties are performing, let's say as of today, or arrivals in October or November or December, you might be leaving money on the table by having already too much of your inventory booked for those dates when the market is not really yet booked. Or you might also be losing out if most of the properties you know, should have already been rented because it's low season and you miss your opportunity and now you're trying to rent it at the last minute. So it's so important to have data to, in order to compare yourself to other property managers and to the market in general, not only to understand where you stand, but also to take to take uh, measures in terms of what strategies you need to do, what, what you need to do, right? In our case, that's what we help our clients with. We tell them, don't worry, we'll, we'll get the data, we'll pay for the reports, we'll do the analysis, and we'll provide you the reports required so that you can in turn get back to your owners and say, hey, we recommend that you lower the rate and this is why, or we recommend that we change the length of stay restrictions because of this, or we recommend that you uh, increase your cleaning fees because uh, the market allows you to increase. You're, you're not charging enough for cleaning and that's an area of opportunity you have to increase your revenue. So data is incredibly important, absolutely. It certainly rings true. I mean, outside of Boostly, I've got my own short-term rental company and Time is the time is of the essence a lot of the, the the time. You don't get a chance to necessarily dig as deep into data as you'd like to. 
and as a as a busy host finding time to really analyze what you should be doing you know you're aware you've got these levers in front of your price length of stay the listings all of these different things that you can do the email marketing you know the the way that you brand your business there's lots of different things that you can do but it's always you wonder what gives you the best return on investment you know what gives you the best return on investment so certainly i can see there's a lot of hosts who are listening to this who just won't get the time to necessarily uh, dive into that, especially if they're managing multiple properties. Is and there the, a... Yeah, exactly. The, the more you grow your operation, when you have one or two properties is one thing. As soon as you start having five, 10, 15, 20, how can you really be sure that you're truly optimizing all of them? And, and finding the time to look at the reports that you're, you're referring to, you just don't have enough hours in the day mm. you know, to see how each one of those properties is performing on a daily basis. And that's the advantage of having a full-time revenue manager or, or a full-time listing optimizer or a full-time you know, editor within your team that can be constantly modifying your, your, your listings to make sure that they perform well. Uh, although it's just that it's very difficult you know, for the average property manager to take care of all of those things. And it's becoming a very competitive market. I think 10 years ago or five years ago, you, didn't, uh, you could get away by just you know, putting your listing in Airbnb and and just hoping for the best. And as more and more uh, hosts uh, appear in the market, things are getting more competitive. And therefore, well, we just have to make sure that we have the right data and that we take the time to analyze it. That's definitely a point that I'm going to come back to is, is the market because I want to dive more into there. Um, is there a typical size of um, property manager that you tend to help the best? You know, is this uh, obviously if if somebody's just launched on Airbnb, this probably isn't for them. But is there is it is there a particular size manager that you're that you're helping most? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think when 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 a property manager is very small and handles two, three, five properties, I think they're still capable. You know, just by by sheer effort and just by investing the, the hours required to properly manage those properties. But as soon as you get past that point, and I think our sweet spot is anywhere between five and 10 on the low end, up to 150 on the high end, I think we are a really, really good solution for them. Once you get to 150 or 200 listings, you should be in a position where you can hire your own revenue managers. You're in a position to offer 24 hour, seven days a week guest service. You should be in a position to have someone full time for, for listing optimization. Um, so I would say that's that's the sweet spot, right? That's where we can really make a difference. And our goal is to to put all those property managers at the same level playing field as the very large property managers that have a thousand, two thousand properties and have all the resources at their disposal. We want to make sure that we level it, that we provide the tools and the solutions required to the property managers, so that even though they're small, they can operate at the levels of efficiency of the very large uh, players in the market. That's very cool. And would the property managers still need uh, these tools themselves? So obviously, as, as a property manager, you know, I, I use dynamic pricing and, and things like that. Do we still need to keep those things in place? Or is it a case of um, keeping those things, taking the advice? Or is it a case of taking the advice and just making the change to, say, the PMS sort of level? Well, it, it depends on what you're using the PMS in the first place for. Uh, most of our clients uh, don't require a PMS after they start working with us because we're paying for the PMS license. 
And basically, most of the things that they would traditionally use the PMS for, whether it was for channel management or pricing or for getting back to guests, we take care of all of those things. If, however, they were using the PMS, let's say, for task management or to coordinate something with their cleaning team, uh, we either suggest for them to use a cheaper system that only specializes in cleaning, or we provide them access to our license so that they can take advantage of those features. Uh, same thing for pricing. Instead of the property manager continuing to pay for those licenses, we pay for those licenses, so they don't have to worry about that. And then because we are power users of many of these tools, we are always on top of all the new things that, that these tools offer. We're very well trained in using them. And we, in turn, you know, pass on those benefits to, to our clients. That sounds, I mean, it, it sounds great because obviously all of those extra costs, effectively, the, the, the cost of your service is reduced by reducing the cost of the softwares, you know, that we're already paying, you know, in, in terms mm -hmm. of. Uh, which, the, tends to be, which adds up quite a bit, you know, which add, adds up quite a bit. So, so yeah, we, 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 take, we take over those costs and that's a big advantage as well. Amazing. Yeah. When somebody has subscribed to your service, how do they know that their listings are then outperforming their peers? What kind of information gets shared with them? Yeah, we always say, don't take our word for it. Let's, let's ask an independent third party. Uh, whenever possible, we use platforms like key data that aggregate the information from different property managers. So with key data, we can say, okay, I have these properties in London in this particular uh, neighborhood, how do my properties compare in terms of ADR on occupancy rate to other similar properties within the same neighborhood? And when we obtain that information from other property managers, it's a, it's a perfect comparison. And that's the only way you can really tell if you're overperforming or underperforming the market. So we always use third-party data. Uh, key data is one of them. Our dynamic pricing tool does screen scrape a lot of information from the market. It's not as precise, of course, as, as source data, scraping data versus source data. There's a bit of a difference there. But nonetheless, it's good information to have, and it gives you an idea on how well or how bad your property is performing. But yes, it's all about data, 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 right? We need a, we, we call ourselves data nerds. We, we love numbers, and we're constantly analyzing them. And then we feel that that's what allows us to make the right decisions. Quick break from the podcast to let you know that the two Boostly books that we brought out, the Book Direct Playbook and the Book Direct Blueprint, are two of the top rated and the best selling in the hospitality category on Amazon. For just two pounds, you can grab both of those books right now. The foundations and the structures that you need to put in place is in the blueprint. And then for 101 marketing tactics, that is in the playbook. So go and grab a copy on Amazon now. Just type in Book Direct Playbook or the Book Direct Blueprint. And uh, we'll see you on either side. Amazing. And if it wasn't for a conversation I had within the last two weeks, I wouldn't know the difference between source data and scrape data. It is because I've been speaking to the guys at uh, Key Data to, um, to to learn that, which is the fun of you know being involved in the Boostly podcast and getting to speak to these amazing, amazing uh, people like yourself. So one question I'd love to ask, and you mentioned a little bit of your background, but you, you're, you've been a host yourself or, or perhaps still are a host. How did this come about? Have you always had, um, you know, international businesses and that sort of thing? What, what is your, your history and how did this all, all form? 
Yeah, well, I'm a bit of a serial entrepreneur. AngelHost is the seventh company that I start, and I always like spotting for opportunities in the marketplace, and and this is one of them. And I was particularly interested in this space because uh, at at some point in my life, I worked for one of Canada's largest airlines, and um, I had the chance of working the revenue management department for a period of time, and to learn a little bit about how they operated and how they calculated rates. And I saw that the immense difference for airlines to calculate prices dynamically, right? As you know, the price of an airline ticket changes by the day. And when I realized that that was not being applied in the world of vacation rentals and short-term rentals, I was like, well, there's a good opportunity here. And doing a bit more research, I understood that there were already tools for this, but it was not that easy for people to implement them and to stay on top of, to use them properly. So yeah, combining my entrepreneurial spirit with the opportunity in the marketplace and seeing just how much more could be done with the right tools and the right team. In all my previous companies, that's always been the reason of my either success or failure is putting the right people with the right tools in place in the right market, you know? So I think we're in a very exciting market. The short-term rental market is really up for grabs and there's so much to be done. Uh, and when you put together good people and good technology, it's really cool the type of results you can get. It is cool and um, I'm excited by it. And it still feels quite a developing market despite, you know, one of the things is, this is an odd tangent, by the way, but my, my six-year-old has a, has a book which goes back like hundreds of years and it shows life back a few hundred years. And in every single one of the pictures, even going back like a thousand years, there were inns, you know, people came and stayed places and, and you know, like you paid for accommodation. So our industry is, is one of the oldest, you know, industries in, in the world, really. But it still feels so new, obviously, the fact we're we're letting entire properties now instead of, you know, an inn and a guest house and that sort of thing. And of course, the technology that we now know and the the technology that is around even now compared to five years ago, it's just, it's astounding. It's exciting. Um, where do you see the short-term rental industry going? How do you think, what changes can you perceive and what are you excited about in the hospitality industry? Well, I, I think the short-term rental industry will probably go the way of the way hotels have evolved over the past 50 to 100 years. And when, when you see how hotels have become more and more professional and standardized and, and they use technology. And, and I think the vacation rental industry, the short-term rental industry, it's in its early infancy, but it's, it's heading that way. I think we're going to start seeing over the next few years, of course, the adoption of more and more technology. Um, with that, I think um, there's going to be consolidation it uh, doesn't mean that only the big guys will win, but there will certainly be consolidation. We're going to start seeing the large conglomerates come in and, you know, buy out the smaller players, which which is a great opportunity, by the way, you know, for any property manager out there looking to build a business. If you do it right and you do it well organized, there's always the possibility of having a successful exit by selling to a larger, a larger PM. So um, I, I, I do see... I also see a lot of exciting new developments when it comes to technology, right? I mean, even AI, we we have recently started using AI for so many parts of our business. It's just incredible, right? And how that's changing everything from how we draft our listings to how we reply to guests to how we uh, automate the entire onboarding process. 
So automation and AI are two areas where, you know, things are going to change. So, but, but as you said, it's a very old industry, extremely old, but it's so, you know, ready for innovation. And, and I think that's what's going to, that's what we're going to see over the next uh, few years. Just a lot of technology and innovation going into this. I'm excited. Uh, I mean, especially like you say about AI, our, our founder and CEO, Mark Simpson, as we record this, we're now in July, but at the end of June, uh, he done some AI training and the, uh, the amount of AI systems and, and the new ones popping up all the time and what they can do is just amazing. And the, and the way they can help get direct bookings is, is something which we're, we're training out as a, as a company. And that really brings us nicely on to the, the question. You, you mentioned you've got short-term rentals. Have you still got short-term rentals at the moment? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I personally, that's how this company started as well, because I had bought a, I had bought a nice property down south in Mexico in a vacation rental spot. And that's how the business started, right? Because that's where I realized that, like I said, my property manager was doing a good job at maintaining the place, but not the best. Uh, job at actually renting it and setting up the right rates and maximizing my occupancy. Mm -hmm. uh, so, and then as a company now, we have managed a bit over 800 and wow. we have 250 more on the pipeline for this month um, around the world. And they're all short-term rentals. They're not long-term, they're all short-term, uh, maybe sometimes mid-term, depending on the market, we might decide strategically to move some properties into more during low seasons to be rented on a 30-day basis. It's a, it's a good revenue-generating strategy. But yeah, that's still our, our strength and that's our focus of the short-term rental market. Absolutely. That's really cool. And how important is, we wouldn't be boostly if we didn't ask this, how important is direct bookings to your, your strategies? Is that something that you, you look to improve? It's something that we encourage our, our clients to definitely look into because, I mean, we all know that it, it just comes back to branding, and, and also numbers, right? It's it's nice to get those those direct bookings from a branding perspective. It's also an opportunity to generate more revenue because you know just like there's a guest booking fee charged by Airbnb, well, either you can eliminate that and just rent at a lower price, or you can actually increase your prices. You can, as long as you're renting at a slightly lower price than the OTA, there's an opportunity to generating more revenue. And as property managers. The fact that, you know, we could collect a booking fee similar to what Airbnb does uh, on the direct booking sites um, gives an opportunity for additional revenue. So uh, we think that there is a space for both direct bookings and OTA bookings, right? I mean, even if the, in the best of cases, unless you are situated in a very particular community where you control most of the inventory, where you can move pretty much everything into direct bookings, as long as you have competition, I think OTA bookings will also always be required, you know? So you need to aim for that good balance between uh, OTA bookings, which is what we mostly do, and direct bookings, which is what you guys at Boostly, you know, can help clients with. Uh, I think both are both are definitely important. 100%. And uh, yeah, thank you for that. So one of the uh, questions that I've got is that there'd be hosts who are sitting there going, well, I'm, I'm not really at the level where I want to uh, reach out to, um, you know, my, my angel host and, and to perhaps do that. Is there anything that they can do themselves in the meantime without giving away the secret sauce? Obviously, is there any tips that you could share uh, with those hosts? Absolutely. And, and you know what? Yeah, we love 
literally sharing our secret recipe in the sense that we think that the more people, this is a huge market, right? There's 8 million short-term rental vacations or even more than that. So we, we like sharing our, our recipe because the more people do things well, the better it's going to be for the industry in general, right? And, and, um, and that has always served us well. So what do we recommend? Uh, and actually, I gave a, uh, I was speaking at a conference just last week on, on the type of things that people should, should, should keep an eye on. Metrics is obviously one of them. People have to be aware that Airbnb, VRBO, Booking.com, Expedia, they all provide you some very interesting metrics on how your listings are performing. Sometimes it's not a question of, well, maybe my price is wrong. Well, maybe your listing is not the right one. You know, uh, Airbnb provides you metrics like the percentage of times that people have clicked on your listing when they see it. And I can tell you that if that percentage is not at least 25%, you're doing something wrong. It means that you probably need to change your hero image or you need to change your title or, or you need to, or maybe you need to change your price. But it gives you hints. Those metrics give you hints into what needs to be improved, right? Uh, this information is also provided by Booking, by Expedia, by all the large booking platforms. You want to understand also your click rate. And maybe a lot of people are viewing, you're, you're doing a good job at showing up in the search results and people are clicking, but if people are not converting, then it's most likely a question of your rates not being the right ones, or maybe your reviews were not ideal, right? So you have to work on those things. I also strongly recommend to everyone to implement some sort of dynamic pricing tool. You know, there, there's a lot of that out there in the market, whether it's price labs, wheelhouse, uh, uh, beyond, there, there's quite a few options out there. The only reason why we recommend working with us is because, like I said before, it's not just about getting the tool, it's actually about using it the right way. But if, if someone feels comfortable enough to, you know, to, to invest in one of these tools and start using them by all means, and it's going to make a big difference in your results, you know, implementing dynamic pricing. So metrics, dynamic pricing, and uh, just good old good service, right? At the end of the day, the hospitality industry is one of human contact and, and human interaction. So the more we can pay attention to those, uh, the better results we're going to get. We, we train a lot of our team, you know, at guest services of providing, you know, always having the right tone that even when they they might have a bad day or they might be dealing with different difficult guests to always reply in a, in a very kind and polite manner. That's where AI is actually helping us as well, because the AI tool is suggesting the response. And even though our guest service agents still have to read that response before sending it out, at least the tone of the answer to begin with is the nice one, right? <laughs> so we can, we can standardize that tone. So yeah, those are some of the things that I would recommend property managers to look into. If you're struggling on how to get direct bookings and overwhelmed on where to start, then I recommend you go and book in a call with Boostly and our team right now. We can walk you through exactly what we're offering, how we can help you and give you a portfolio of websites that we have worked with that are matching not only your niche, but could be in your location as well. Boostly has helped over 2,000 hospitality businesses all over the world increase their direct bookings. And if you are interested, then all you need to do is go to Boostly, B-O-O-S-T-L-Y dot co dot UK forward slash call and book in an appointment with one of our sales team. I mean, there's some amazing tips there and thank you for, for that because not everybody listening to this will have done any of those things in the last six weeks, let alone uh, one of those things, you know, so... 
I hope people listening to this will go off and take action, you know, check out the the, the metrics, the insights, all the all the data you've got available and start looking at those changes and tweaks you can make. And that's the benefit of listening to podcasts and uh, to, to listening to Eduardo from, from my angel host. You know, the expertise is out there. It's about surrounding yourself with with the right people. And I just want to touch on the what you said at the start there, which is it sounds like your company has got the same ethos as, as Boostly, where we share loads and loads of information. Ultimately, it's about the execution and and doing it regularly, repetitively, and it is the day-to-day grind of getting it done, which is where companies come in and, and help. So, you know, it is things that you can go off and do yourself, but at the end of the day, if you are a, a host property manager who does need this help, please do reach out to uh, awesome companies and um, to, to the people who can help you with with the task at hand. So as we come towards the the end of these, Eduardo, we, we love to just do a couple of fun questions and then we're going to share. I know we've got something to share on the screen as well. So do stick around if you're watching this on the Facebook Live or on the YouTube channel, because there's going to be an awesome uh, little uh, offer that you'll be able to have a look at. Where was the last spontaneous stay holiday that you went to and who did you take with you? Oh, actually, it was uh, just last week, uh, Mexico City. I had to, uh, I was invited to speak on AI and, and vacation rentals and, and the algorithms, the OT algorithms. It was in Mexico City, so I decided to go there for the weekend. I brought my girlfriend and and uh, I have some family living there as well. So it was amazing. I was able to, to just go there. And I, I like to do that mixed work and vacations as well. Uh, sometimes it's hard to find the time to take some time off. So if you have the opportunity to travel to a conference, extending for a couple of days, it's a good way to make the most out of that trip. 100%. Combined work and pleasure is is by far the best way to, to do it. What is one resource that you'd recommend everybody go and check out? Something that's helped you on your journey, whether or not it's a person, a book, a podcast, a movie. What What is one thing that has helped you on your journey across your, your seven businesses what would you recommend people go and check out as a, as a good resource? Uh, that's, a, that's a tough one. Um, I love to keep myself informed. So I personally do love podcasts. I love running as well. So I find that running and podcasts go very well hand in hand because every time I go for a run, I'm always listening to podcasts. And I, I can listen to the Boostly podcast or I can listen to you know vacation rental podcasts. But sometimes I also love listening to things that are completely unrelated to my industry. Um, I love listening to podcasts on design or whatnot, simply because it puts my mind into something else and it refreshes, allows my brain to rest from thinking short-term rentals 24 hours a day, allows me to pay attention to other things, to learn other things. And I feel that when I come back into short-term rentals, I'm again, very much, you know, I'm refreshed, you know, and I, I feel that I can, I'm ready to continue learning and to continue working on this. So uh, just stay curious, you know, and uh, there's so much information out there nowadays. Uh, it, it's incredible, you know, so much to learn. You know, often we ask, one of the questions that we often ask is what mantra would you, would you have? What saying would you have? And um, by all means do answer this, but that stay curious is a fantastic one. That's a great message to, to, to leave with people. So and the very last question I'd love to ask is, um, uh, if you had a superpower, what, what do you consider is your superpower? What is it that you personally excel at? I think we're very good. I would say there's, there's two things where I, I feel particularly proud of. We're very good at analytics. 
We're very analytical. We're very good at digging into the numbers, the data, and helping define shape strategies based on that. You know, we, we like to be very objective. So like I said at the beginning, we are we're numbered nerds. You know, we love data and that's how we think that we can we can put together something, something very good. Uh, but we're also very strong on on company culture. And we have three values in our company: growth, excellence, and happiness. And happiness is something that we really take to heart. You know, we we want to make sure that people are having a good time. Uh, we we are in an industry that things can get stressful easily. We can have difficult guests, difficult owners. Uh, so so you know, promoting a spirit of happiness and collaboration within the company is so 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 important. And I think that's what sets us apart. You know, so between the analytics part and the human side. I think that's what makes our company a nice place, you know, for people to work and to collaborate. And I think that that can apply for any other company, right? Pay attention to to your company culture, and um, it's it's going to be good for the growth, you know, for the growth of the company. What a nice uh, feeling to to kind of bring it to a close on. Um, so what I'm going to do is throw open the the mic and and the screen as well, um, as I know there's something that you want to share with uh, the listeners. So if you're watching on YouTube, you'll be able to see the screen, obviously, or on the, the live. If you are listening to this on the Boostly podcast, please do check out in the show notes. There's going to be a link to our Boostly YouTube channel where you can come and uh, see what Eduardo's sharing on the screen now. Over okay. to you, Eduardo. Thank you. Thank you. So one of the things that we like to do is um, when we have someone that says, listen, I would like to know if I'm what am I doing right and what am I doing wrong? So we came up with this, this audit that we do where we analyze over 100 different points about a listing and we get back to we get back to property managers telling them what they're doing right you know what we feel they're doing wrong and what are what areas of opportunity that they have so i we think it's a great resource of course if after seeing this you feel that you need more help great but if not i think just having this information is very very valuable I can really help you identify your areas of opportunity and, and what could be improved. So if anybody's interested, just scan this QR code. It will bring you to a page where we're simply going to ask you for the URL of one of your listings. You can provide a, a, a link to booking.com or Airbnb, whatever, whatever you have your listings, and we'll give you an audit on how well or how, you know, how well or what are your areas of opportunity to improve. So um, yeah, I think it's something worth trying and the feedback we have received so far after conducting about 500 of these audits so far, everybody has been quite happy. Maybe they haven't received the best scores, but they've always been very happy with the information we've been able to provide. I mean, if you're not receiving the best scores, it's actually more beneficial than if you're good, you know, that'd be boring if you got it back and, oh, that's, that's pretty good. That's perfect. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, you'd rather get it back and go, ah, oh, this, I can go work on, I can go and do this. And what a fantastic offer as well. So if you're watching this on YouTube or you're watching this on the Facebook live, give it a scan. How often do you get the opportunity for uh, a company who's who's looking after 800 listings to be able to give you good feedback on some of your listings? So um, do go and check that out. Is there anywhere else, Eduardo, that they should go and check out other than the uh, the QR code? Is it the website or any yes. social? And we have a lot of interesting blog posts. And, and like I said, we like to share information. We believe that the more we share and the you know of this of what we know, the better the industry will be. So we have a we have a blog post section on our website where we regularly try to post on best practices, on on things that we've learned. Um, we are also starting to share some of the webinars, you know, and 
and some of the presentations that we give at conferences. Um, so by all means, please, uh, if you have any questions, reach out to us. And uh, I really, I really think this, there's a, it's a huge market. There's a market for everybody. And I think the, the better we all perform as an industry, the better it's going to be for the long run. So happy to share all this data with you. Thank you so much. And if you do want to go check them out, go to uh, myangelhost.com. And there'll also be the social links underneath the show notes as well. So thank you so much, Eduardo, for, for sharing your, your story, your journey. Certainly my takeaway from this today is to don't uh, leave data without having an investigation. Look at it, see what you can learn from it. And then obviously reach out to the people who are, are the experts and um, and see if you can can get some help from them. So thank you so much. Was there anything last year before we bring it to a close? No, I just just wanted to thank you. It's been it's been a lot of fun. You're a great interviewer. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so I really appreciate your time, Liam. Thank you so much. Very kind. Thank you very much, Eduardo. And uh, thank you too if you're watching or listening on the Boostly podcast. We know there's lots of places you can put your attention. We really appreciate you putting it with us. Go and take some action and uh, go and get some more more bookings off the back of this. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.